Welcome to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. And our special guest today is Tracy Repkich, uh, a renowned leadership legacy architect, nine-time bestseller and speaker recognized by Forbes. Tracy specializes in helping individuals monetize their missions, reach millions with their messages, and build seven-figure legacies. Tracy, it's such an honor to have you on. I'm excited to dive into the episode today. So with your extensive experience, um, what inspired you to help others discover their divine mission, and how can our audience begin their journey toward finding their own unique purpose in life? Well, I mean, what started the whole thing was at the age of three, I was actually hit by a car. I had a near-death experience, exited the body and returned. So I've known really young what my purpose and mission was. Mm-hmm. And I've I've really been uh, almost running and executing that um, for as long as I can remember. Um, and so, you know, that that's really where where it happened and and why I began the journey of of course to help women um I became a pioneer for women I was in industries like software and internet and computer programming and accounting and all of these places these touch points to where I could hopefully get more women into them and then of course they could fulfill their destiny that that's my whole thing as you said to attract their divine message and to come together with their purpose-driven goals so they can create that positive impact and fulfill your mission as well. Because I truly believe that, you know, we were all sent here for a reason Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and it's really our job to kind of um, uh, know we're on a mission, know we have a purpose and uh, really to then turn around um, that only you can do. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's, that's, pretty well, it became my driving force. And, and, you know, when I, you know, how does somebody find it? There's, there's often four places that they can locate it. And and this really becomes at those legacy moments for people where, where somebody says, or they're successful already. Right. And they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is great, but they're not quite satisfied. And so they're looking for that higher purpose, that, that, that reason why they're here. That's often, that's the place where I deal with it. Mm-hmm. or I kind of address and and that can happen at the age of 19, <laughs> you know, a young entrepreneur that's just budding, a young mom, all the way to, you know, 65, she feels like she's done. Mm-hmm. And no, no way. We, we got to get 40 years left here. We've got um, something to put in place. And then often people find it at the midlife crisis. They'll have that wake up call where there's a health scare or an accident or loss of a loved one. Or the worst part of all, when it is too late, they're kind of on their deathbed. And and so it's my goal to get you as early and as young as possible so that we can uh, start to create and put all of your attention and focus on that. Yeah. And, you know, I think part of the way of doing that, and I think you've mentioned this before, is aligning activities with the purpose-driven goals. So could you provide some practical steps that our listeners can take to make this alignment more achievable in their daily lives? I mean, so step one is you have to know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. When you have that overarching, I'll call it goal, and let's just set a goal for a year for simplicity. Let's say your goal is I'm uh, I'm an entrepreneur and I want to make six figures this year. 
then how you align your activities towards that is income generating activities that either pull in a lead or help you to convert, right? And what starts to happen with most people is, uh, again, I've been in business almost 40 years now, is that they get distracted by the noise, the opportunities, because there's thousands of them, the social media, should I be on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, all of these things are, are coming at them. And that's why it's it's really, really important to be uber focused on one goal, solving one problem, creating one program with one lead generation mechanism in place mm-hmm. um, so that you can um, have one target market and stay focused. That's That's the formula right there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we can get overwhelmed with all these different applications and tools and outlets. And it's like, this is the new thing to do. And then this is the new thing. And it's hard to keep up, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it can become overwhelming. And then next thing you know, you're just saturated with people. And I think, you know, it is important to kind of generate and think about what's going to be your best form of action. You know what I mean? Like maybe Instagram might be a little bit better, TikTok, whichever, and double down on those on those um, digital resource marketing things. So, you know, building like a seven figure life legacy, you know, that's an impressive goal. A lot of people, you know, want to reach and inspire to that when I'm sure when they start a business, what strategies do you recommend for women looking to create a financial legacy while maintaining like that work-life balance harmony? Yeah, I mean, the, the first place it starts is with establishing what your ideal scene is, right? What do you want your legacy life to look like? And um, and this is where uh, my journey began, especially when it came to kids. Yeah. So, um, you know, 1994, found out I was pregnant and I was like, okay, family first, yeah. but I can't let go of my mission, right? Which was still empowering, empowering women. So I moved myself to a home office. Um, and you know, this is way before there was ever, you know, remote offices. And so that led to step after step of kind of these actions that would lead to the ideal scene. It meant bringing my husband home. Mm -hmm. It meant actually our kids were ultimately schooled from the home, not by me, but by online schools. And, And we're going back two decades almost now, right? Mm -hmm. Well before online schools and COVID forced a situation because I was traveling around speaking in 39 countries and I wanted them with me. And so that was part of that ideal scene of of what do you want your life to look like? So that's where it begins. And then your actions and decisions from that point all have to align to that. So you can't say yes to some things because they'll completely derail you from your ultimate decision. And, and this is why it's so important to have that and to stay focused um, on it. And, and that, of course, then is just step one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. And, you know, and I think it's smart to be creative and like adaptable to the things that you want, you know, like, why does it have to be one thing and not the other? Like, why can't we have it all? You know, like how you said, like, you're like, yeah. you know, I want my kids with me, but you know, right. I have a mission and I'm speaking and I'm going to make it work to where I can still be, you know, a part of them and not miss the little things that I don't, you know what I mean? 
don't want to miss the little moments. Yeah, well, because we pulled them to online school so they could travel with me. We were on the road for months at a yeah. time. Yeah. We would just log into internet school yeah. and, and do their coursework, do their class. And we'd be over in Australia for a month. And so yeah. it didn't matter where we were. Um, and we were together and we were doing, you know, what we wanted. They were experiencing cultures and travel. And we had an um, unbelievable family harmony of, of, you know, my three kids, my husband mm -hmm. and myself. Um, and again, all by design. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the best form of education for children too, is like actually going out there in the real world and seeing different cultures and things like that. It's, mm -hmm. uh, very enriching for them. So, I mean, if anything, they're winning, you know, to have that cool experience in life because not many kids get to have that. Yeah. So, you know, kind of really back to like business and kind of, you know, thinking about like automation, which I think is something that is some very helpful, especially for busy working moms. And it is crucial in today's world. How can busy mothers effectively implement the automation process in their businesses and ventures to make their lives more manageable? Yeah, I think you need to start early on um, mm -hmm. putting structure in the business because when it grows and you're trying to backpedal, it, it's obviously a, a harder thing. And what's great is when you're documenting something as you go along, it, it makes it a more rapid um, way to hand off. Like you can't hand off things to a virtual assistant or staff members if they don't know how to do it exactly the way that was successful for you. And, and so that's kind of, you know, one of the things that I, I teach early on is let's get the structure in now. The other way we get in structure, though, is to keep it simple. Mm -hmm. You know, people start off and they say, I want, I need a brand and I need a website and I need a landing page and I need a funnel and it has to have 14 of this and I need to... No, let's just make it super simple. In my coaching program, for example, we, we don't need any of that. I just need an offer. And then I need you to get someone on the phone and show that offer to them. And then, and then we're going, and then you're going to build it later, right? You, you get paid to build everything that you're building um, simply because that's, that's, you know, the less overwhelming way. And then when you need memberships sites, or then when you need a fancy website, because you're off speaking now or whatever it is, mm -hmm. that all was funded instead of, you know, constantly, um, you know, created and bootstrapped mm -hmm. from 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 really also not having that um specific goal in mind i'd i'd rather you you put in um the scaling and the documenting before you go you know running down and putting together a a, a 30 email uh nurture campaign yeah yeah no it makes sense because <clears throat> you know i think a lot of people think uh, immediately they need to have the website and the presence and and everything like that but it's like most likely you're financing it yourself you don't have the money to like create it for what you've made so i think it's important for you to like take a step back find the sale first build it and it will come you know type of mentality yeah exactly i think a lot of times too like what 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 i do with my um clients is we build an offer from a on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. If you can't sell that offer from a piece of paper, you're not going to sell it online. The, it's, the, the two don't equate. Magical little fairies aren't coming to your website to buy this thing, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and so <laughs> when you can sell it in um, kind of um, first like this, then you know exactly what will translate online at that moment. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it, it, it uh, to me, it just, uh, it's almost a reversal. It's back to my old school days, right? In 1985, there was no internet when I started my company at the age of 19. Yeah. Um, and everything we did was door to door or the yellow pages. Those That's all we had. Um, and so now we've, we've gone so far to the, oh, automation will handle everything. And in fact, let's just chat GPT right up this lovely little sales page for me and voila, I'm going to be selling. Yeah. Um, and so it, it kind of gives a lot of um, people the illusion that they're, they're selling and they're active and they're working and then they're not making any money. And so mm-hmm. I actually old school at first and then roll out the automation. No, I think that's a great concept. You know, and can you share some key lessons from your own personal experiences that women, especially mothers, can apply um, to their legacy, you know, while they're creating their family legacy? Um, Key lessons. Wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's there's just so many. I think I think especially if you've got like we had three kids at our feet at all times, pretty Mm -hmm. much in those very early toddler years, right? So I think really learning to work around them, you know, so our majority of our week's work sometimes happened after 8pm when they'd gone to bed. And so it's okay to be unconventional in the way that you structure your business, because heck, if you have to get clients in Australia, it doesn't have to be here in a certain time zone when the kids are active, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think that the key is to be flexible in, in how you're going to put it together while especially you, you have kids. And of course, if, if you're beyond and you don't have to have them at your feet anymore, like, you know, they're teens or they're a little older and you have that, that deeper freedom, that's when you really just double down, double down all you can. I mean, I think one of the greatest things I ever did, and, and I've done it my entire life now, and that's get a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a coach, you know, I, I used to put them on credit card and then, and then work what they told me to do and pay off the credit card and then get the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one um, to, to really ensure that you don't go stagnant because you can't read the label from inside the jar. And so you really, you don't know how to pull out that thing that's unique about you. And sometimes you don't know how to find that right fit client and, and really get that niche going or what to say. And so, you know, remember you are not an Island, right? You really, it will take a team. Yeah. 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 You do need a team. And sometimes people think that they can do it all themselves, but even through my experience, you know, with my podcast, having a team has been like a tremendous help because then I can focus on other things that are important uh, to build and grow when I need to grow. So Mm -hmm. Tracy, before we dive into my four questions, is there anything else you'd like to add on top of our conversation today? Um, nothing specific. I mean, really just, um, you know, I'd love to connect with anybody that, that, uh, is looking to build that legacy life or, or even needs guidance, you know, what, whatever it is, um, I'm here to help. And what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Um, you can put my name into any social media platform. So if you love LinkedIn, meet me on LinkedIn. If you love Instagram, meet me on Instagram. But for generic, if you go to LegacyLifeQuiz.com, um, it's a really great place to determine, you know, should your focus right now be on income, influence, impact, or freedom? 
and it lets you, it's, it helps you to map out your legacy life um, and really get you started. And then you can reach out to me when you're ready. No, I love that. Well, Tracy, I am excited to dive into my four questions today. And my first one to you is who and what um, inspires you? Who or what inspires me? Um, it really comes down to following women, honestly, who made a difference. I'm mm -hmm. constantly tracking that way. I mean, obviously, in the earlier years, you know, Oprah was an inspiration for, for so many. Mm -hmm. um, but there have been, you know, all it takes is for me to see the a latest movie that just came out about that woman, a woman swimmer, right? Yeah. I love anything that that really is about somebody taking what they have, being confident, being determined, accomplishing that goal, and then helping others along the way. And and so that's really it's, it's never one specific person. It's, mm -hmm. it's almost the genre. Yeah. 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 The story of their life and how they persevere and like the strengths yeah. and things like that. No, I love that. Yeah. It's not one thing. It's just, it's, yeah. It's it, constantly yeah. seeking, right? Yeah. Because I, 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 I'm like a, a bit like a bee, right? Oh my God. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, great answer. Okay. So my second question is what's the essential part of your daily routine? Um, definitely. Um, the, the thing that I start off with, it's, it's just a little practice that I do in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's about removing doubt and it's about mm -hmm. removing barriers of my thought patterns that could prevent me from having the best day possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so really I I've started doing that, um, historically I actually used to listen to like a YouTube video, mm -hmm. um, not like something simple, right. You know, about money and, you know, yeah. kind of realizing like it's affirmations, like get it yes, going. Yeah. Exactly. A little <laughs> bit like that. And now I'm on a pattern right now of, of just kind of doing this little activity in the morning and I'm, I'm loving it. So I think that's the biggest thing is find something to start your day that that doesn't turn it into chaos the whole time and if it does take the moment step back and kind of reground yourself before you you know completely drill yourself into the ground yeah great advice and then what is something you wished you knew when you were younger um something i wished i knew when i was younger um i mean i i I've really been driven my whole time. And I would say like the best advice I got was, was um, one of my teachers saying you should be an entrepreneur. And I didn't even know what that was when I was uh, about to graduate from college. Mm -hmm. And then as far as like best advice, I think um, one of the, I'll call it mantras that I do operate from is um, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. Mm -hmm. And as somebody who I won't call myself a perfectionist, but somehow I've been a bit labeled like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to watch wanting everything to be just so and being okay with it being good enough because it, it it's like a raging river, especially being in the technology field like I have been. You know, I, I started a software company at the age of 19. I've been in technology and the Internet as a pioneer and social media as a pioneer and, and now ChatGPT is a pioneer. 
And so it moves so quickly all the time that there isn't um, a moment where you can say this is perfect because honestly, mm-hmm. it just will never be. Yeah. Yeah. We have to give ourselves grace and know that it's not going to be perfect and it's a learning journey. And, you know, we have to be flexible and, and adaptable to what is going to work for us in the long run. Yeah. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. All of her links are down below in the show notes. Don't be shy. Go say hi. And I hope to see you all in the next one. Thank you. Thank you.